morning. Welcome back to another episode of What's the Line Monday Morning Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan. Uh, P, kick us off with a recap of last night's game between the Bengals and the Bills. The Bengals defeat the Bills 24-18 in Cincinnati. The Bengals covered a two, two-and-a-half point spread. Same old Bills for me, you know, just watching this. I never liked to bet on the Bills, and I did not because the Bills only want to win one way. Threw the ball so many times. Let's look. Threw the ball 38 times to Josh Allen. Ran the ball a total of... 16 times, half of that was with Josh Allen. You don't want to run the ball, you're not going to win. I'm sorry. Like I'm tired of talking about the Bills. They're not a good team, in my opinion. The Bengals are, though. Joey covers. We love them. 348, two touchdowns. Um, Joe Mixon, 14 carries, 37 yards, and a touchdown. T. Higgins game, 8 for 110. Um, they did their thing, and kudos to them. Joey covers, always been my guy. Covers spreads, we like that. Bills are just the Bills. All right, so C.J. Stroud on a show today against the Tampa Bay Bucks, leading his team to victory 39-37. Uh, what did you think of this? This was um, uh, this was definitely not what I expected. I expected this to be like a, you know, low-scoring game. Um, Texans come out with a win, which they did. But, yeah, 37-39. Uh, C.J. Stroud set a rookie record for most passing yards in a game for a rookie. Um, you've seen Noah Brown, Dalton Schultz, Tank Dell as well, all go over 100 receiving yards. That's insane. So, I mean, they, they did that. Um, this is a Tampa Bay team that was laying points. Oh, they were catching points on a row. But, I mean, they ended up covering the spread. But um, tough loss for them. And you would think if they, you know, score 37, they'll win. But, no, nope, not this week. CJ <laughs> Stroud is definitely impressive. Yeah, he's just getting better and better each week. Um, I really have nothing negative to say about him. Um, he's changing the photos of Ohio State quarterbacks. You know, they get a lot of, you know, not badly in the league, but he's definitely stepping up. So definitely give him his props for that one. For sure. Let's talk about like this Eagles-Cowboys game. It came down to the wire. Eagles got the win, 28-23. What did you think? This this was a good game um, from start to finish uh, for me. Um, you know, Dallas Dallas just continues, though, to have these woes in the red zone. Um, you know, even when it came down late, right, we thought they were out of it. You know, they get down get down there in the red zone, I think the 10-yard line, and then they have a false start. Mm-hmm. And they have to go back in the CD Lamb. I see you uh, reposted. You know, CeeDee Lamb just basically got beat down on that play. And, you know, it's it's it was a really good game. I thought um, the Eagles executed well. There was um, a point in the game where Cowboys kind of looked like they were, you know, they went, they took the lead, right? Cowboys were ahead at the halftime. But, um, you know, outscored 14 and nothing in the third quarter for the Cowboys. And they just couldn't get it done in the red zone. And I think... That's two, yeah. They, they had a, they had the the CD Lamb last catch in the red zone. We saw that happen, but they also had, uh, they got stopped on fourth down in the red zone. So, can't score in a red zone. It's, it's going to be tough. Yeah, I definitely think the red zone is a big issue for them. Um, you know, Dak had some good moments, and he had other times where it's kind of just like, what is he doing? Uh, he took that huge sack right after they get the false start, and I think even on the drive then before. Before, uh, actually, that drive, before they get the false start, he changed it to like a, a where he was going to try to rush for the ball. And I'm, I'm just like, 
he's got to make smarter decisions. I mean, and, and Dallas too, they kind of get those points in the games where they kind of seem like they're out of it and they can't come back in and then it just clicks. Like you said, uh, Philly went up with 14 points on them and it kind of seemed like early in the fourth quarter that Dallas was kind of just, that was it, that was done. And we saw that from them in the San Francisco game. But then they got back into it and then, you know, as we see, um, if you're going to, try to get it was a fourth and whatever. Don't throw it short of the end zone. You have to make, take the shot to the end zone. I saw Michael Gallup was in the back wide open. I just don't understand that. I feel bad for CD lamb because he set him up. He was going to get beat down, but I mean, Dak, you just have to make a better decision right there. Yeah, I agree. I got to look at that replay. I didn't know a Gallup in the back of the end zone. I got to see that. Yeah, well, you know, but they'll meet up again. Definitely think two playoff teams be very interested and come down to the wire to them again. But uh, yeah, Philly got it done. Uh-huh. All right, let's get into our awards for the week. Who is your MVP? Uh, my MVP, I know you got yours already on deck. <laughs> um, this one was actually the one I didn't think too much about. But I may have to go with... Um, What's this guy? Uh, no, Gus Edwards. Scored, I thought he scored three times, so maybe not Gus Edwards. Um, oh, the other running backs. Oh, right, right. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm actually going to go with... Sheesh. I'm going to go with C.J. Stroud. I mean, he did, did his thing. A comeback win in the fourth quarter, that, that means a lot. 470 passing yards, five touchdowns, no interceptions. You know he doesn't throw many interceptions, but he's three three guys over 100 receiving yards, and they had no kicker. So I, you know, I just feel like he's that most valuable player for around the league today. Hundred percent. Um, obviously, I'm gonna give it to Saints cornerback Paulson Debo, seven tackles, two in, two interceptions, three pass breakups, a forced fumble, and the recovery on the fumble. Uh, third year guy out of Stanford, he just looked. Overall, the better, the best player on defense today. Uh, pretty much sealed the win. Dennis Allen tried a lot to give that game away, but uh, Debo kept stepping up. And I got to give him his props. But I also want to do an honorable mention, since you've talked about the Ravens, to Keaton Mitchell. I ain't going to lie, I never heard of him prior to today, but nine mm-hmm. carries, 138 rushing yards, and one touchdown. I think that's worth mentioning. So shout out to him. Yeah, Money Miles, is. Um, he's always finding, like, Newer cats is about to like really pop off and try to uh, get like parlays on them to do crazy shit. And definitely Keaton Mitchell has been uh, talked about in a few group chats. So it's good to see him do well. Maybe we can make some money on him next week. Yes, to see him getting added to some rosters this week in fantasy as well. All right, best game plan. Who you got? Uh, I'm going to stick with Keaton Mitchell's team. It's the Baltimore Ravens for me. The Seahawks team. All NFC West teams and AFC North teams usually cover as road dogs. Seahawks are catching six here. They lost about 31. Oh, no, not 31. They lost about 34. Mm-hmm. Baltimore just dominated. They didn't let Seattle get anything. Kenneth Walker, 16 rushing yards. That's it for him. He usually gets about 50 to 60, 60 to 70. You know, Smith looked uncomfortable all day, one interception. And, um, you know, even though Lamar didn't score any touchdowns, they found a way to run the ball. <laughs> and just dominate. So 37 and three, Baltimore and John Harbaugh is my best game plan. What about you? I have to give it to the Vikings. Uh, you know, Kirk Cousins go down with the Achilles last week. They prayed for Josh Dobbs Tuesday. Um, 
their starting rookie quarterback goes down early in the game. Josh Dobbs just comes in and just completely dominates. And they came out with a quote later that said he didn't even practice with the offense all this week. He didn't even know those guys' names. And to come in and to play like that, for the coach to call the game he did, I think that's worth mentioning. Um, Vikings have come along after what started like one and three and you know their team to kind of keep an eye on but I just got to give props to that coach and Josh Dobbs they really kind of just handled business today and that, that's I think that's just something worth mentioning no doubt there yeah, they, they got it done so I'll Josh Dobbs all right uh your WTF moment Carolina, <laughs> Carolina Panthers listen man I was with us listen I I expect this to be bad I've said on this podcast we could we could lose out me one in sixteen. That's fine with me, but the two pick sixes is just that's my WTF moment. Like you, multiple pick sixes by the same guy, Kenny Moore the second. <laughs> it's just it's ridiculous. Frank Wright against his old team. This is the team that he was just coaching last year, and they, mm-hmm. obviously they had a first round pick, but he's not playing. This is a this is the, it's not a good coach team, but they've done something to make them look better, and it's, it's getting rid of Frank Wright. My WTF moment of the week is the double pick sixes and just keep continuing to put our quarterback in a really bad position. So you got to, David Tepper, if you're listening, which you're probably not, you, you got to <laughs> just get rid of this guy, man. You got to chalk it, pay the money. We've seen what the Raiders did and little things like that, like that motivates the team. Yeah. Got to do something, man. Okay. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you know, you can always typically pinpoint the one or two things that makes a team bad, but I don't know. The Panthers, it's just everything. Top to bottom, the lack of pass catchers, just yeah. kind of missing on draft picks the last couple of years. Just, yeah. Guys in a tough spot. Yeah, I think we have uh, the 30th or 31st paid like receivers, like money paid to receivers. Obviously, trade away Christian McCaffrey, DJ Moore. Um, we kept the same GM that's been doing all this over the, it just it needs to come from the top down, but yeah, that we're awful. So <laughs> I'll be here to whatever. All right. So my moment is not really a moment. It's just a whole thing. So George Pickens, you know, second year been playing pretty decent, but that negative one yards in the Thursday night game. And it's just the way he's been carrying on since then. It's just kind of my moment for, for this week. Like, I get it. You're in a slump. Your team gets the win, but then you proceed to go on social media and talk about free me and changing pictures and I'm following the team. Like, dude, come on. It just, 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 you know, you had a bad week. Just bounce back, get it together, and come back next week. Like, I just hate to see players act like that. I get it. They're young. But you just got to be better. So that's just my moment for the week. Yeah, I agree. I mean, he had a rough week last week, too. But the week before that, he had five receptions, 107 yards. And even the rough week he had last week, he still scored a touchdown. So it's like, bro, what is it about? It's about winning. Same, I mean, Devontae Adams also had some comments, but that was after they won two games. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, yo, just, you know, win, win, bro. Just win. Get you, get the next deal. What is yeah. these guys? I don't know if they're about their bread. Because, like, Devontae's instance... He wanted the bread, right? He wanted to get out of Green Bay, yep. get his contract, go to Vegas. And it's like, yeah, you don't have a good quarterback. Like, they're very far and few between. And, um, yeah, George Pickens, I understand, bro, but you got to get paid, right? Your contract extension coming up. New team, don't want to see that. So, right. hope everybody gets <laughs> All right. So, we're kind of at the halfway point of the season. How are you kind of feeling about things? I, I know quarterback play has been kind of very low across the league. Um, you know, how are you feeling about it? 
Uh, I'm feeling I'm feeling pretty good about it. I said today, the last couple of weeks, I feel like I've been kind of out of it uh, with travel and, um, you know, I got jobs and board meeting this week. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that overall, I mean, the the actual game is, is at a pretty good place. I've, I've been seeing some rough in the past. There are calls that are really taking mm-hmm. me back, uh, even in the Sunday night football game and in the Commanders game. Um, so I, I felt I feel pretty good about the overall state, though. I mean... We know who the, the playoff teams are going to be, but um, from a gambling standpoint, uh, I feel like I've been was really good the first few weeks and just kind of like fluffing, fluffing along the last few. So um, really time to lock in and, and, and key down. Yes. You had a nice little parlay today on the Eagles. Every line hit except for Devontae Adams. I think I had him in like... 70 plus yards and he ended up with like 66. That's yeah, a good amount of money. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, come on. But, you know, same thing. You know, I don't bet too, too often. I play my Monday night picks, but yeah, I've been kind of just, kind of just trading water a little bit. Need a, a big hit. And I feel it's exactly. coming soon. <laughs> yeah. And I hate trading water. So, um, but no, I totally agree there. And um, yeah, I think I want to start with this Monday night football game. Yes. All right. So we got charges again on primetime, taking on the New York Jets. Uh, their favorite three and a half over under 39 and a half. Uh, so what are you expecting from the Chargers? I'm expecting the Chargers to not score touchdowns in the second half. Um, that's just what they do. I mean, we talked about it a few weeks ago on here. And although that, that parlay we put together didn't necessarily come to fruition, uh, it's because the Chargers just, you know, they didn't they they don't score in the second half and it's something that you know I just continue to see they get field goals Herbert misses throws they have cluster injury a wide receiver now um we know that Mike Williams is out but now Josh Palmer is on the IR mm-hmm. and it's a Jets team that I'm I'm looking to see if they could uh, take advantage of this um you know and it's, they still got a chance for the playoffs Yeah same Chargers definitely one of those teams they kind of just and then we saw it in the playoff game last year. They're kind of complete control. And then when the second half comes around, it's just like they just completely just forget how to play football. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like you said, a lot of pass catchers down. So, you know, I'm kind of, I don't know. I've been forced to watch a lot more Chargers games than I normally would. And they're definitely a team I just can't quite put my finger on. But, I mean, Herbert makes a play. And then, you know, he kind of has those, uh, what is it, the final drives of the game, interceptions that kind of looms over him the last couple of weeks. So, yeah. We'll see. Jets are kind of riding high. They I think they're what three out of their four last games been wins. Um, trying to see if they can kind of stay on top of that. Um, I expected big things from this this off this defense. Um, I believe Sauce Gardner is back this week, and you know this could be a kind of a sneaky win for them. Yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. All right, what you got for your best bet? Best bet, classic P. I love a good spread. I am on the Jets plus three and a half. Um, this is a Chargers team. Like I said, cluster injuries, a wild receiver. When one receiver goes out, not that big of a deal. When two receivers go out that the quarterback likes to target, that's a big deal. I think there's a lot more tight ends involved. Austin Eckler hasn't looked the same, at least not lately. And uh, it's a Jets team that's going to play defense, keep their opponent um, in front of them. And Chargers don't score in the second half. It's hard to win when you don't score in the second half. But it's even harder to cover when you don't. So I'm going to catch the three and the hook and uh, hope the Jets win outright. It's the best bet. 
Okay. Yeah, and I'm going to go with Brees Hall tw- over 20 and a half receiving yards. Um, he's really come on as a major weapon um, for Zach Wilson. You can definitely tell he's comfortable getting him the ball, and I think that connection will kind of shine through um, tomorrow night. He definitely is, and that's definitely a good play, so I need to play that as well. Yes. All right. Well, good luck on everybody's bet, and we'll see you guys next week.